Thanks for joining us for this message from Awakened Church. We believe in the power of God's Word, and we pray that you're encouraged by this message. Now lean in as we hear from God's Word together. This actually might be the last week of warm weather that we have. I can't wait for fall time. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be great. But if you don't know who I am, my name is Nate. I get to serve here as the lead pastor of Awakened Church. And and like I said, today is a little bit different. So if you're just visiting for the first time, you came on an interesting day. You came on a day where we as a church family are just going to be talking about, hey, how are we doing? Uh, what's going on in our church, in the life of the church. So uh, normally we open up God's word and we teach a, a principle out of it or we get a challenge for our lives through it. Uh, but today, if you like you version by love, we're not even, we don't even have that right now, all right? Today is all about vision, looking back, looking ahead. And, and really, even though we're not opening up God's word, we're really putting into practice what we've been talking about over the last several uh, months now and over the last year. You know, if you were here with us, we started the series called Go!, how we can be people who are on the move, making an impact in our city. And and then we went through the book of Jonah and we talked about how we don't want to be people like Jonah and that we need to be people. We went through 1 Corinthians 13. We need to be people of love as we go out. And so today is all about just kind of looking at how we're doing, looking in the past, looking ahead. And, uh, but I would encourage you next week, I'm really excited about this series. Next week, we are doing a series called I'm Not Okay. Is anybody here today not okay? Like I, I'm gonna raise both hands. Like I am not okay. And if you're not raising your hands, you're liars, okay? Because we are all not okay, all right? Like I, I'm not okay. And so we're in this series. I would encourage you, invite somebody with you. Bring somebody with you. You can say, hey, I know you're not okay. I'm not okay. Let's go together and not be okay. Because we're going to be talking about topics like anxiety. We're going to be talking about loneliness. We're going to be talking about being overwhelmed. We're going to be talking about fear. And we're going to talk about a big one, rest. Like who needs some rest here, right? Like, so we're going to talk about rest as well and what the Bible has to say and, and look a little bit at what, meaning, what the Sabbath means. I'm, I'm genuinely very excited about this series, if you can't tell. So I've been praying a lot over it, been reading a lot about it. So uh, invite somebody with you um, to come out for that series. And, and let's, let's see, because you know what? Honestly, God's word has a lot to say about our anxiety, about our loneliness, about the things that we face in 2022. And so uh, I think sometimes as a church, we don't do a very good job talking about it. And so I really want to spend some time talking about just how we're not okay, but God also knows that. And so he's got some principles for us to, to study as well. Amen? But today I wanted to bring out our leadership team. So would you please welcome some of our pastors and our leadership team to the stage here? They're coming out from the curtain here. And we successfully set out the stool, so we'll see how we do this time. Thank you, Dennis. See, this, we did good. I didn't fall off the stage. Uh, I don't know, if you, how many of you guys saw the meme where the pastor just kind of fell off the stage? If you didn't, you should look it up. It, he, I'll, I won't even talk about it. Because um, if you haven't seen it, it won't make any sense. It'll probably happen today. So I didn't fall off so far. Um, but, uh, but this is the leadership team. And, and these guys are guys who not only keep me accountable, I keep them accountable. We all keep one another accountable. But they're guys who are praying over you. They're praying over this church. Uh, they're praying about the decisions that we make and the moves that we make. So these aren't just ideas we're coming up with, but these things are, are founded in prayer. And, uh, and so I wanted to bring them up just so that you can hear, because it's not me running everything. 
Um, it's not me doing everything. Often, if you will ask me, hey, what's going on with this? I'll be like, I don't know. You need to go talk to one of these guys because they're, they're in it and they're leading in a lot of great ways. So I, I love these guys. I appreciate all their work and, and what they do. And, and so um, they're just going to kind of tell us a little bit. Um, we'll start off here with Pastor Dennis. So uh, Dennis, tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay, I am over the business and finance here at the church and also over the worship and tech team. Yep, that is it. So you, it. Uh, you've come to uh, give us a little bit of a report. So if you thought we weren't going to talk about finances, wrong. <laughs> you know, we're going to one more time, we're going to hit it. But uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about how we're doing. Okay, in the past 13 years, Awaken has donated $593,808 for awesome. ministry yep. partnership support. <laughs> I want you to know that Awaken ties 10% of our monthly income. That's how we're able to do that, and we make that a priority, and they t- say that you should uh, prioritize what's important, so yeah. that's what we do. Our current partners that we pay that is uh, Hope Pregnancy Center. It's uh, R41, Mana Cafe, Faith Comes by Hearing, Exodus Road, ARC, which is Association of Related Churches, the Bible Club, and the Helps Ministry. Um, I want to give you an update now on Phase 2 of our build-out for our kids' ministry. Uh, The funds from our golf tournament will allow us to complete the walkers, twos, and threes rooms. So praise the Lord. Isn't that great? A big shout out to Grant sitting back there on the back for his vision for the golf tournament. Uh, That was wonderful. And we had so many uh, good team members and volunteers that made this such a successful event. And we look forward to continuing that in the future. Remaining on the bid out will be the uh, demo and building of the infant room. So we've got money that will go towards that. So pray that that will happen quickly. (laughs) So we're looking forward to that as well. We will uh, begin our 2023 budget process next month. And we're thankful and so blessed for the faithful givers that we do have. As Pastor Nate said in his message, uh, pray about what the Holy Spirit is telling you to give. That's so important. The Apostle Paul taught that how we give is as important as what we give. He said in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah, I think I think that's that's awesome. And, you know, I I appreciate all the work Dennis does put in to our finances, making sure we are uh, accounting appropriately and and all that. He is the guy that is made for this job and and what he does. So I appreciate how he serves here and what he does to keep us in line. And and I I do. I'm I'm thankful um, for even Grant and how he put on the golf tournament as well. That was really cool. I did not uh, place last, so I did not get a trophy, but like I was anticipating. But uh, And I almost won a trip to Disney World for four. And I don't know. We would have had a really because we're a family of five, we would have had a really fun game of Survivor to see who's staying back. 
<laughs> I made it on the green at least, or close to it, I think. But uh, I don't know, whatever story I tell my kids, you know, to make myself sound like a hero. But, um, you know, but, it, but it, I really do appreciate it. And it was funny, I was talking with Pastor Dennis and and he was sharing about how that was one of the last areas in his life that he kind of gave over to the Lord. So uh, he doesn't curse anymore. You know, we're glad about that. He, uh, you know, recently, just his last message, he decided to start giving. So it's, uh, it's a joke, all right? Uh, but, but tell us a little bit, Dennis, about just uh, uh, kind of like that area, that, that time where you realized. Okay. Well, unfortunately, it took me a while. The Holy Spirit <laughs> convicted me for a few years, but... I was saved at nine, married at 18, and the first few years of my marriage, I was just a tipper. Um, and then I learned that there's classes to that. You're a tipper, then you become a tither, and you know you never get to rest on your laurel race, right? The Lord's always pushing you. So the next step is becoming a generosity giver, and that some people call an offering. So it took me a while to get to the tithing stage I'm presently working on trying to be a more generous giver, but uh, the Holy Spirit convicted me, and I got there. That's the main thing. The Lord's very patient with us and kind and loving, but I finally got there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate Dennis and all the work that he does overseeing the finances and and all of that, and then we've got Pastor Devon. What's going on, Pastor? Nothing much. How are you doing, (laughs) Pastor? What you, what you got? All right. So, um, well, what I oversee, I've overseen a lot of different ministries here at Awaken over the years uh, as being one of your pastors. Uh, um, but primarily right now, I oversee groups, uh, which uh, groups has been going on for like 10 years. Mm. Uh, um, uh, and I've been overseeing it for about six, seven years now. Uh, so I've seen a lot of things. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things that we've uh, uh, experienced through groups and uh, have been able to just learn along the way. Uh, one of the things that I've learned is how vital groups is to awaken. You know, and the reason groups is so vital, um, primarily it's as a group member, when you go to groups, you're really giving an invitation for other people to be a part of your life. You're inviting people into your life by just showing up. You know, it's a, it's literally a first step, you know, an initial first step to getting plugged in to this community, being a part of Awaken, being a part of the body. Um, so if you haven't been a part of groups yet, please take that step. But it, it is vital for, for our church, uh, for us to have groups and to continue to pour into our community, which is really pouring into each other. Uh, and, and the other thing that makes it vital is the word of God. Uh, we get together. And we want to hear the word of God. We want to hear about Jesus. We want to be more like him. We want that word inside of our lives. Uh, And one of the things that we've even been noticing this semester, just just how hungry you as a community are for the word of God. There's there's such a desire and and passion uh, in our church for more of the word of God. And us seeing that and starting to noticing and watching some of the, you know, we watch numbers and statistics. We have, you know, over uh, about 100 people on a regular basis show up for groups mm. on a week-to-week basis, which is it was absolutely incredible. Uh, you know, we've, we, we were in a situation through COVID, you know, where, you know, it, it got tighter with our groups, but groups helped sustain us through that. That's how people were able to stay plugged into community. You know, and we, we, st- we 
We go to groups to have that community, to stay in the Word of God, to stay plugged in. And, and seeing some of these um, trends that have been happening in the church, you know, we, we want to lean and start going more towards sermon-based discussion groups. Uh, and, and let me tell you why and, and the importance of that. Um, first off, every week we have a message up here. Uh, you know, either AJ will give the message or, or, or Nate or, or one of us might give a message. Uh, and God has put that in their hearts. And he has set them up here to share that message, to share that word. Uh, and it's our responsibility as members, members to receive that message and do something with it, to digest it, to process that, you know, as a community, as a group. Uh, and, and that's another reason that we want to go towards the sermon-based discussion groups and, and allow that to be a, a greater impact in groups is because it helps generate unity. There's a, there's a, there's a message being communicated to all of us. We want to unify underneath that message and see how is God calling us uh, to apply that to our lives and apply that to our community. So in the near future, you're going to start seeing, we're going to, we have sermon-based discussion groups now. You're going to start seeing a lot more availability for sermon-based discussion groups. And if you want to uh, host, be a host home uh, in the upcoming semester or, or lead a sermon-based discussion group, you'll, during that time we'll have uh, uh, every semester we'll have that sign up, so please do so. Because, again, it, when you step into that leadership role, we're focusing on training more leaders, training them how to dig deeper into the Word of God so they can better uh, share the Word of God and ask great questions about what God is speaking into our lives and what He's speaking to us. So, uh, again, next semester be really, if you're interested, if God's calling you that, please do so. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of an update on groups. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And, and I love that we're, we're, what we teach on a Sunday, we don't want to just go, well, that was, that was a good message or Ah, Nate could have done a little bit better on that point or, you know, but, but we're trying to learn how to live out Monday through Saturday what is taught here on Sunday. And so uh, I believe groups is where it's found. We need one another and, uh, and it's so important for us to, to be in that community. So I, I thank you, Devon, for all that you're doing. Next, we got Jason Barnhill. He, uh, tell us what you do, Jason. Yeah, thanks, Nate. So <clears throat> I get to oversee uh, Awaken Kids uh, here at the church and um, just wanted to share with you guys. I've got four items I kind of wanted to share with you guys. I'm going to kind of go through this quick, though. So um, volunteers. So really, for the better part of the last year, we've um, really been praying earnestly. We've, we've, our, our volunteer count was down for a while there, yeah. and um, we had great volunteers. Don't get me wrong. The people that were here, a lot of you guys are in this room. I mean, they were serving every week, um, you know, faithfully doing that, and they're amazing what they were doing. But we really uh, started praying Matthew nine thirty seven thirty eight um, that God would deliver more de- uh, dedicated volunteers to our team. Uh, we were praying that earnestly, and uh, I'm here to tell you guys that uh, following a sermon back in the spring, that Pastor Nate um, uh, had on his heart that he he's, he uh, delivered to you guys. Uh, we had 34 volunteers sign up to join our team. Mm, that's so awesome. that's. A, a church our size, that's, that's awesome, you know, um, that we had that many people that jumped in there. So, uh, but that's God providing in a mighty way. God said, okay, I hear, I hear your call. I hear, hear your request. Here it is. You know, way more than, I'll be honest with you guys, than I ever thought. I didn't have the faith that I needed, I guess, because 34 <laughs> is a lot of people to show up to help our team. So yeah. that was really cool. Uh, the second update is on the, uh, our buddy system. So uh, if you guys are here a few weeks back, um, uh, Mindy, who's uh, director of uh, Waking Kids, she was up here with Pastor Nate, 
and she was sharing with us just something else that God had put on our hearts as a group uh, to really minister to uh, the kids that just need a little bit more attention, need a little more help. Um, that team, um, you know, I love what's happening there. God's really providing there uh, because that team is growing as well. We had a meeting, interest meeting um, soon after that, and there was 20-some-odd people that just showed up for the interest meeting, you know, yeah. just to be a service buddy and help uh, these kids that, that may just need a little bit more attention, you know. Uh, we love those kids uh, at Awaken. We love them. Our team loves them. And, and obviously God says, okay, you, you guys, mm-hmm. you all need to minister to them. So he's provided that opportunity for us. So thankful for that, uh, for you guys that have jumped in on that as well. Now I'm going to get into some numbers real quick. So uh, I know uh, Pastor Devon was just talking about groups and well over 100 people. Well, you know, we average uh, right about that number, about 110 kids uh, here on a Sunday morning as well, just on average over the last couple of months. I think we're going to beat that today, by the way, because I know the <laughs> people that are in here that were teaching, I see them kind of like, oh, yeah. Uh, we, if we just double what we had first, we may have 130 or 140 here today, just so you guys know how, how many kids there are. Uh, but that's awesome. That, that's a blessing because that's what God's doing. He's, he's delivering these kids. AJ will talk a little bit about that. He'll give you some more numbers later that are going to be really cool for you all to hear. So, um, but we also want you guys to know that we don't just babysit. It's not them showing up, you dropping them off, and, okay, we'll come back in an hour, and they're just running around like crazy kids and playing. They do a little <laughs> bit of that, and that's okay. But, but we're here to teach them. We, we want them to learn more about God's Word um, because that's – that's what we need to do. That's what we're called to do. We're not called just to babysit. We're called to teach them and instruct them. We do that through, obviously, uh, worshiping, but uh, through instruction, songs, games, just in a fun and safe environment. We, we take security. Um, is very important to us. Uh, we take it seriously. Um, so we, if you haven't been uh, dropped off a kid at Awaken Kids, we don't want to let you know. We love them, but we also are going to make sure that they are safe and that only you can pick them up. You got to have their tag. Just by the way, most of you guys know that. But anyway, um, so just wanted you guys to know that. The fourth and the final is this is a number that I heard a few months back that Devin, our numbers guy on this team, uh, he's not here today, obviously, but uh, Devin shared with us. Um, but he told us that 72% of our church has a direct connection to kids' ministry. Mm. Uh, think about that, 72%, 7 out of 10 of us in here. Uh, if you look around, 7 out of 10, you have a connection, whether it be you're either a kid in service, whether it be you actually like you're a grandparent or a parent, or whether you actually serve. So that's a huge number, yeah. uh, obviously, that God's put before us and, and wanted us to be focused on kids, and we really feel that calling. Um, and so knowing that number, um, you know, we, we realize that right now is, is a time where God's growing that, that ministry in that area. So in closing, really, if you guys would just kind of on my part, just be praying for us as a team uh, as we continue to grow. Um, if God gives you the, the inkling and is giving you that push to say, hey, you know, I want to try it out, then we would love for you guys to come. Just come check it out sometime. You know, even on the front end, you know, we're not going to commit you to serving every other week, you know, right on the front. Just come see what it's about. Um, we'll run a background check on you, but that's, that's good. Um, but, but as long as that goes through fine, then you're okay. And you can come and, and check it out and hopefully serve with us. So, uh, but really, more than anything, just we appreciate your prayers 
and just continue to, to pray for this team and, and for our kids, that God would use uh, this team to help them just to be um, good examples and show their friends uh, what it's like to be a follower of Christ. Yeah. I love what Jason, Mindy, and Chloe are doing, and I, I appreciate all the work that they put in in raising the next generation. And, and two, about our, our classrooms that we're building out over there, we're trying to do this all in cash. Uh, we're trying not to stay out uh, alone and all of that, and so um, we're trying to do everything in-house. And, and so I would encourage you afterwards, after you pick up your kids, uh, swing by and, uh, and check out the progress we've made and, and see where we're at with that as well. Um, but, you know, serving and awaking kids is, is huge and it's important. And you never know what, how you're going to influence those, the, the kids and the next generation as well. It's, it's important uh, what we do and, and how we teach the kids. And in fact, I just set, found out today that some of my uh, uh, teachers in school are here today. Kid, teachers, adults who taught me when I was a kid, and they're like, you've grown up quite a bit. And so uh, it's, it's really special to me to know about the investment other people have had in my life. And you don't know the kind of impact and, and what you're going to have in people's lives. And so they take credit for it, and I allow them to take credit uh, for my spiritual growth as well. So, um, so I, it is very, very important what we do as um, as, as adults, as we train up the next generation as well. So thank you, Jason, and to Mindy and Chloe and, and uh, Devin. Yeah, they're, all, they're on vacation. I think they're celebrating Mindy's dad's 70th birthday, so it's a big deal. So they're all out on vacation right now, but um, we're so thankful for um, the work that's going on there. So then we got Josh. Hello, Josh. Hi, Nate. How's it going? <laughs> How's well. it going down there? I'm well. Okay, tell us what you do. Yeah, so... Um it's an honor and a privilege to, to oversee the helps and cares uh, ministry here at Awaken. And I, and I truly mean that. I know that sounds like just something to say, but as I look around the room, I see a lot of people that I'm really close with, a lot of people that I consider family. And that comes through um, going through things together, whether it be good times, bad times, uh, a loss of a family member, or a birth of a child. Um, and that's what helps and cares does. And, it, and it's, it's really a broad s- scope from from helping, helping you move if you've got nobody here as a support system um, to assisting you with some financial decision, decisions that you have to make. And so Helps and Cares is a broad scope, and we, we have those two names because one is inside house, in-house, and one is outside. So we, we do do both of those things uh, as part of outreach as well. Um, and I'm going to give you a number. Uh, my number is three. Right now... <laughs> Right now, the, the Helps and Cares team, is, it's, it consists of three people. And really, I'm, I'm, I'm praising God for that because those two that have come on board that are permanently part of, of the team, they just, they, they approached me and said, I want to help with what you're doing. And that was an answer to prayer. It was, I did not go out and ask, ask around. And so, uh, really, a Carmen Willie uh, has, has volunteered to take the lead on the meal trains. And so, I don't know if you're aware, but when we have uh, somebody in, the, in, in our family, in our church family, that is sick or uh, they have a loss of a family member or even a birth of a child. Um, it helps a lot with that mom. You know, imagine being a mom and, a, you know, parents of three children already. Now you've got a fourth one. You've got all kinds of things going on. Believe me, it's mm. chaos. I have four. <laughs> um, it's nice to have some family members bring you some meals. And so that's one less thing you have to worry about. You have to worry about feeding the other three. Uh, I'll be nice. Three other three children. <laughs> It's, it's really nice, and, and that, that does a lot of things. It shows what we do here is not just coming to church on Sunday, but it's we're, we're interacting with each other. We're becoming a family. We're becoming involved in each other's lives. That's what we're called to do. 
And so that's what Helps and Cares is all about. And so a couple of things there. If, if you're interested in becoming a part of that, I have Danny Rainey is the other uh, member of the team, and he's, he's more of the in-house type stuff. Uh, just, it's just appropriate for me. Uh, what, what I do outside the church is, is Rifle One Ministries. That's, I serve there, and it just makes more sense for me to take care of all the outside requests mm -hmm. that we have. And we do have a lot of outside requests, too. Um, and that's an opportunity for us as a church to serve our community. And so um, with, those th with the three of us, we could use some more help. So if you're interested, how can you get involved? What, what can I do? Um, if you're interested, I'll be here in the, uh, in the lobby after service. Uh, if, you, if you're interested in making meals, it's, it's very simple. Uh, I'll just link you up with Carmen, and she's, she's got it going on. She's got it all figured out. I, really, she's, she's running that thing. So <laughs> she's a blessing. And then Danny, same thing. Um, what we'd like to see in the future is, uh, is, is a list of numbers that we can on-call numbers when we have somebody who has a need that we can call you up and say, hey, are you available? Because not everybody's going to be available at the same time. And so that's what we're working mm -hmm. on right now is, is working towards that list of people. And, and I hope, uh, just like the children's ministry have 72, I hope we have 100% participation. We should all be involved in everybody's life. And I'm telling you, it, it is a blessing. So I look around the room, I also see some faces that I don't know. I haven't got to know you yet. I'd like to change that. Mm. Okay. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, and, and Josh, this is kind of a, a new part of uh, a ministry here at Awaken, something we're trying to, to really narrow down. Now, if somebody needs help or, you know, in the church, maybe they just had a baby or something going through a life situation, how do they, how do they contact us? How, what's the best way of doing that? Yeah, yeah. feel free to reach out to me personally. Um, you, can, you can reach me by email, josh.brimmer at awaken.church. Um, and then if you want to meet in the lobby, I just don't feel comfortable putting my phone number out here. <laughs> but I will share this will my go phone. online, too. So, yeah, that's a good Everybody, idea. No, if you want to link up with me outside, and I'd be happy to share my phone number with you because you're my family. So, um, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. And last but not least, we've got Pastor AJ. Now, the big question, what does the AJ stand for? And do you want to reveal it? I will reveal it only because I get asked all the time, and it's easier if we just blanket. Everybody gets to know at once, and then you don't have to ask. Uh, my name uh, is Andrew Jonathan, but everyone calls me AJ. There we go. Honestly, if you call me Andrew, that's going to show me that you probably don't know me that well. <laughs> so, uh, AJ um, is my What about name. Jonathan? I'm not even going to look in that direction. <laughs> Nobody's called me that. Okay, but, okay. Um, yeah, so um, I get to oversee outreach. Um, that's what I've gotten to oversee for the last um, two years, really. Um, and if you guys have been around Awaken for a little while, you guys know that the very beginning of this year, and they kind of hit on it already, um, we are doing a really big push um, to get more engaged in outreach. And we talked about what it's going to look like to mobilize as a church, to be making an impact in the city. And we put a lot of emphasis on that. And um, it's been quite a few months now. We're almost pretty close to the end of the year, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's going by really fast. Um, but we've learned a lot of really pretty valuable lessons. Um, the Lord's shown us a lot of very interesting things and kind of redirected us, convicted us of some things, um, and kind of given us some new insight. Um, so I kind of want to give you guys an update and a little refresher on some things so we're all on the same page. Um, there's some really cool stuff. Um, the first big thing to, to know, um, we've called... Um, Pretty much what we've been doing, we've called it outreach, but we're dropping that term. We're not calling it outreach anymore. Um, and the reason is because that term comes with a whole lot of assumptions. When you guys hear that word outreach and you hear, oh, a church is 
wants us to get engaged in outreach, you think of a million different things. And honestly, what it's produced is just a lot of ideas, and we're all running in a million different directions, and we're not unified at all. Um, but we want to be moving in the same direction, so we've taken that a little more serious, and we're changing the terms to be a little more clear about what it is that we're talking about and what we mean um, when we talk about mobilizing as a church. So the new term we're going to be using is local missions. That's what we're going to be, be using from now on. We're talking about our church being engaged in local missions. Um, and kind of an uh, important thing to know about this is um, we've, in the past, we've talked about our ministry partners, um, and that's gotten a little confusing as well. Um, we're using these two different terms, but we're still going to have ministry partners. don't want you guys to think that we're just kind of ditching all of them. That's not the case at all. Um, but um, over the last several years, we've had various um, ministries around the city that we've supported, the ones that Dennis listed off um, in the very beginning. Um, we've supported these different um, teams around our city for a pretty long time. We're going to continue to do that. That's not going to be changing. But the major difference for us to understand when we're talking about what local missions is and what ministry support is, is one is financially engaged, the other is physically engaged. When we talk about local missions, that's we are, as a church, physically engaged in work ourselves. The other stuff, we are financially engaged in. We want to do both. Both are important. But honestly, we haven't been physically engaged as a church, and we want to get physically engaged. That's super important for us. Um, so on that note, when we talk about being physically engaged in ministry, um, we kind of need to know a couple things. Well, what are we supposed to be doing? Um, there's a million things we could be doing, a million great ideas out there that we could be engaged with. But the truth is, God has some very specific things for us as a church to be engaged in. We can't do everything, and we're not supposed to do everything. There's a few things that God's prepared for us as a church to specifically be involved in. Um, so when we understand that, that's because we're zooming out. We're understanding, okay, we are part of the body of Christ. A lot of times when we hear that term, we think of it as a very individualistic thing. Like, I am a part of the body, and Josh is a part. And we do different things, and we have different talents. That's, that's true to a degree, but it's also broader than that. We are a part of the body, Awaken is, as um, a larger body of all of these cluster of churches around this city. And we all have been meant and purposed by God to do various different things. So when we understand that, one, it takes a big burden off our back because we know, oh, we don't have to solve every mm -hmm. single problem out there. We just got to work on the things that God's given us. So that's kind of what we've been looking at. Like, Lord, what do you have for us? What are the couple of things that you want us to be responsible over? What do you want us to be engaged in? Um, and when we understand that, I think it's also important to just want to note that we are here in this city not to build a brand called Awaken. We're here to build the kingdom of God. Mm. We're not walking around the city trying to get the name of Awaken out there so everybody knows about Awaken and knows about the cool people here. We don't care about that. If that's what people know, we've honestly failed. We want people to know the name of Jesus Amen. and the love of Jesus. And when they see that, they're going to be able to interact and engage with the kingdom of God here on earth. That's what Jesus said. He's brought it. It's here and now. We can participate in it. So when we're talking about that, there's a couple ways that God has put right in front of us, a couple things for us to get in connection with. Um, and this stuff has been spirit-led as well as scripturally backed. And the reason why I want to make that distinction because it'd be very easy to open up the Bible and say, well, the Bible says we got to do this, and then we just start running with it. 
that's good. We should be obedient to the Bible. But also the spirit is alive and well, and he wants us to do specific things. And when we go with both, we can understand a lot more um, pointed of direction for us to go, a lot more specific and targeted areas that God has for us, as opposed to just shotgun blasting our obedience all over the place. <laughs> so what we want to do um, is get engaged with a couple different areas. And um, a scripture that we've based what we're doing on is James chapter 1, verse 27. Sorry. Uh, it says this, religion... That is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. So that's what the Bible says. Now, interesting little note here. Um, we've been doing a pretty great job about this very last part, the part about being unstained from the world. We as a church have been very focused on God's word. How do we apply it? How do are we obedient to it? We've done really good at that. Not so good at the other part about visiting orphans and widows in their affliction. And that's what we are trying to get more connected in. So as we've t paid attention to what this, this says, taken it at its word, and then listened to the Spirit, he's guided us to a couple areas and pointed us in some specific directions. Um, and interesting thing in, for us as a church is God has made it clear that our responsibility for a large part involves kids. Now, this has been right in front of our face for a long time. We're always talking about kids, but we haven't put all the pieces together very well until just recently. Um, to give you guys some interesting statistics here, uh, just across the entire United States, if you look at all the different churches, if you take the grand total of adults in a, in a, on, that come on a Sunday, um, the average amount of kids that come to, to those churches is 20, 23% of that grand total of adults. So if that makes sense. Um, so uh, that's the, the average. 23% of whatever, however many people, adults we have on a Sunday, that's typically what the average would be of a church. The high end of that, what's very abnormal, is typically 32%. That's what a church that has way more kids than a normal church would have. It would be 32%, whatever the grand total of adults is. Our church has 46%. That's how many kids we have on average compared to how many adults we have. That's way beyond the typical. So God's been showing us for a really long time, but we just didn't really realize it, that kids are a huge priority, priority to him in this church. And our eyes should be looking towards that in the grand scope. And God, what he's done as we prayed through and asked him, Lord, would you show us what you have for us? He's consistently put ministries that involve kids right in our lap and continually pointed them out. He's brought finances or financial blessing um, where people have given pretty large sums of money um, for this specific um, use for helping kids in, in, this, in this city. Um, some of the ministries that we are overseeing now directly tie to kids. So with that being said, I'm going to kind of list off the three things when we talk about our local missions opportunity, what God has made clear for us to be involved in three areas that he's consistently pointed out and that are also backed up by God's word that we are to be engaged in. Um, first one, this one actually doesn't necessarily involve kids. It can, um, but it's a little more broad. Um, it's teaching the Bible to people who want to hear it but can't be in church on a Sunday. So that looks like um, there's several opportunities um, for um, different homes where people have um, come out of 
um, rehabilitation for different things, whether that be drugs or, or, or whatever. It could be a whole host of things. They've been homeless and no longer, but they're getting on their feet. Um, we have opportunities to teach the Bible in these different homes where, where these individuals are. Um, we also have opportunities in uh, assisted living facilities where we could go in and we can teach God's word. Um, to people who aren't healthy enough to be here on a Sunday or don't have family, they don't have anybody to bring them to a church on a Sunday. But we have these opportunities to go into these places and share God's word, to teach it, and to bring community to them. Um, All we need is the people, both men and women. Um, We are ready to train you guys up, to pour into you, to help you be ready to do that work. Um, But we just need the people to get engaged with it. Um, So that's one area. So then shifting gears to, to kids... Um, one area that's been very consistent and, and for all of us to be engaged with is Kids Bible Club. So Kids Bible Club meets typically on Thursdays, each Thursday, either here um, uh, at Awaken or at Lincoln Homes in the um, sort of like a courtyard green area. Um, and they minister to a bunch of children um, there or they'll bring them here and, and they'll meet here on this campus. And what's really cool about that is they've seen a lot of kids come to know Jesus. A lot of these kids are going through really challenging, hard situations in their life. And a lot of them are experiencing Jesus for the very first time, hearing about the Bible for the first time ever in their entire life, and being shown the love of Christ for the first time. Um, And they really need help. So I want to encourage you guys, if you want to be a part of that, that's another area of local missions that you can be engaged in. They need help. Um, they can use the assistance. There's a bunch of opportunities for that. You can come talk to me after that. I'll, I'll be out in the lobby as well. Um, you can kind of get some more information about it, but they can really use that um, pretty significantly. And then this last area I'm going to share with you guys is just kind of moving forward, um, just in the very early stages. Um, we have an opportunity to get engaged with DCS, um, the Department of Children's Services. Um, I just, um, a couple weeks ago, it's probably three weeks ago now, um, I was down in Franklin, and there was an interesting meeting there. It was called the Mid-Cumberland Faith Cohort, and there was about 15 churches. The the invitation was put out by um, some people who are involved directly with DCS, um, and they put this invitation out all across the entire state of Tennessee, and about 15 churches showed up Mm -hmm. from the entire state. Now, we were there, And they communicated to us the great need that DCS has right now. Um, One, the foster home system um, is very under, um, there's not a lot of people in it. Um, And they shared a really kind of heartbreaking stat. Um, About up to 50% of foster homes drop out of the system after their, their first kid because they can't do it. Either because they don't have the support system behind them to help take care of the kids or it just becomes too taxing. They don't have people um, engaging with them, kind of encouraging them forward, and they'll drop out. So the foster system itself is majorly lacking, and they need help there. Um, But also, the DCS offices themselves are significantly understaffed because the turnover is is so great. Um, This is because um, the workload is so immense. Um, Most um, offices, um, DCS offices across the state, Um, are way understaffed, and that's causing um, most social workers or the different employees there, um, they have to be on a rotating schedule together, and they only have about four hours a a night that they have free for themselves. The rest of the time, seven days a week, they have to be in those offices. And that's because there's kids 
in those offices for up to two weeks before they're placed um, in a foster home because they're so backed up. Um, so they need help. They're desperate for help. So that meeting I went to was the DCS um, people reaching out to churches because they are desperate for help. There's tons of ways for us to get involved. Um, I won't go into all of them because there's, there's just so many. And honestly, um, we as a leadership team are going to be praying through some different ways that, that we feel like the Lord is really guiding us and, and showing us as um, the first steps that we need to get in, engaged with. Um, but some of the things that we could wind up doing is directly supporting foster families. Um, they call these wrap teams typically, where you wrap them with care and help, where they can reach out and we can support them. Um, also, another option is we can be supporting the DCS offices directly by just volunteering to go down there and visit with the kids and, and watch the kids and just hang out with them. Um, that way, the people, um, those social workers can actually go do their, their normal work trying to find these kids' homes. Um, they're, they're so burdened by just watching them, they, they can barely um, keep up with actually finding them places to stay. Um, so we can do that. We can also be bringing them gift cards and stuff, the, the um, DCS workers, um, so that when they are off for those four hours, they can do something with their family just to help them be supported and cared for. So they see that we see them and we want to help them. Um, so we're in the process of working that out. Like I said, um, with that meeting, that was actually the very first meeting um, of, this, of this kind. Um, so it's very early in these stages. But there's so much opportunity here. So please, if you want to be involved in this, this is another area where God has made it very clear for us that we are to be involved in our community. This is the spiritual work that he has for us, caring for these orphans and widows um, who, who need help, who are in their affliction. So again, if, if the Lord's stirring your heart, I'm going to be out in the, the lobby by that connect cart, and you can talk to me, can give you more information if you, if you want to know more, or I can kind of get you guys more involved and get you connected so that when this gets really rolling, um, we have a team already prepared and ready to go. So that kind of sums up what's going on with, with uh, local missions. And before I close out, I just want to, some of you might be thinking, we're missing something. What about global missions? You might have thought about that. Global missions is still in our mind. We're, we still care about that. Global missions, getting engaged with um, ministry that's going on in other countries and other places. However, we're just at a place where we recognize we should probably be doing something locally before we start worrying about what we're doing globally. Um, and when we step into global missions, we want to do it in a way that is engaging with missionaries um, in a more consistent way that are overseas, as well as churches that, are, that we have a consist, consistent tie to. That way, um, when we maybe go on a missions trip or when they come here to the States, we can hear about what's going on, have a more um, deeper connection and relationship with them. And the other thing that we've realized about that is we're going to be a lot more effective that way because probably the people, the missionaries, and the local churches that are on the ground in these other countries probably know the needs there better than we're going to know them here in Clarksville um, if we just randomly show up. So if we have those connections, it'll be healthier in the long run. So that's, that's in our minds. We're working that out. But currently, the major focus is those local missions. So again, please get involved with that. Please get connected with me afterward. And we are excited to kind of see where that goes. Yeah. Well, thank you, AJ. Yeah. Thank you for all the work you've put in. And I, I just want to say, yeah, let's just give it, let's give a round of applause. <clears throat> I, I want to say this is, so this is Vision Sunday. This is what we do every year right around this time. Just like I, I mentioned a few weeks ago, we talk about giving 
Um, we also, just about every year we'll talk about giving. We every year want to talk about where we are as a church, where we're going, maybe QUN. And, and like I said earlier, you know, we've been studying the Bible. We, we read and we, we teach you God's word, what God's word has to say, but this is also us now applying what we've been hearing every Sunday as well. And, and I want you to know something. On your seat, you'll found these, these, this card called Awakened Values. And these are things that, just like your family, you have values in, in your family. Uh, we also, as a church, have values. And, and one of these that I just really want to draw your attention to is we bow before we move. I want you to know that we as a church, as the leaders here, we're not just moving ahead going, all right, Lord, bless my plans. We're, we're asking the Lord, hey, what do you want us to do? How would you want us to move? What, what are you, what are you, what's, what's on your heart? Let us know. We're trying to keep in step with what the Lord is doing. And so none of these decisions, we know we're all very busy people. We live very busy lives. We don't sit going, how can we make people busier? No, we want to leave a legacy that will last way past ourselves. Thanks for joining us for this message from Awaken Church. We'd love to hear how this message or the ministry of Awaken has impacted your life. Let us know at awaken.church forward slash my story.